Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. I love being able to honor and cherish the old parts of myself that I have outgrown or, you know, I'll definitely let out from time to time. I definitely enjoy a nice adult beverage, but the quality of my life has definitely enhanced. So I look like how I treat myself now. There is nothing, nothing, nothing that really solidifies that feeling of just true internal peace. That is the thing that I'm very protective of now. Like you cannot have my peace. So I don't eat anything that would disturb that peace on the inside. Hey, it's Monique and I am back with episode 73 of the Brown Vegan Podcast, where I love to share strategies on how to start and keep going with a vegan lifestyle in a very practical way and bring on guests to do the same thing. You can find out more about what I do and how I do it at brownvegan.com. And I'm also Brown Vegan everywhere on social media, including YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. So I have another interview for you today. I do plan to do a solo episode this month, but I have plenty of great interviews coming for you. So I want to go ahead and continue to bring those out. And I have Tiara on the show from Tiara Goes Green. That is her social media as well as her website. And I'm just so excited to finally get her on here to share her experiences with transitioning to a plant-based lifestyle and how it actually helped her get to a better space as far as um, growing her business and just emotional health and spiritual health. How she basically went from eating lemon pepper wings to eating more lemons, which is always a good thing. That was her glow up story. We're also going to talk about how you don't have to do everything when it comes to preparing your food and how it's okay to delegate some of those responsibilities. We talked about her working out because she loves the workout and and what that looks like for her. And the fear of transitioning to a vegan lifestyle as far as losing friends and family, um, how to, you know, navigate some of those shifts that happens when when it comes to your relationships, when you decide that you just want to operate on a higher vibration. And that includes food. It's just your life overall. We also talk about Tiara's skincare line and just some of her products that she used to enhance your life. And yeah, this is just a great, great conversation. Super excited to have Tiara on the show. All of the show notes and everything we mentioned in this episode can be found at brownvegan.com under episode 73. And without further ado, let's go ahead and jump right into Tiara's story. It wasn't necessarily about becoming a vegan. I think I just wanted to be the best version of myself. And then I read a book. 
I read a book and um, one of my good friends actually recommended this book for me and it just all made sense. So I was just trying to exude the energy it is that I was looking for. So I was tired of feeling dead. I was tired of feeling, you know, dead on the inside, emotionally, spiritually, mentally. So I stopped eating dead stuff. I didn't know, you know, the difference between processed foods and preservatives and all of that type of stuff at that time. But once again, the the fruits and vegetables started leading me to a place of that freedom that I was looking for. So I got addicted to that feeling and that's how the consistency stayed. Mm. So you mean the feeling of like um, feeling the energy probably that you got De- from being it? Yeah, it was definitely the energy. And with that energy comes consciousness, you know, because it's living food and plants offer you the opportunity to, to understand your planet and yourselves a lot more. So Those are the burning things inside of you that we're actually as a seeker or as a learner, what we're trying to go after, you know, like, so with the eating, I understood my emotions better. And with my emotions, they are what allow you to read that information. So I look, I started looking at the food as keys to life, like as keys to like the unlocking doors in Alice in Wonderland. I just intended to bring myself sovereignty and empowerment and, really create a place of peaceful acknowledgement with inside of my own being. So within that place, you know, like I created a life that I choose, no matter what's going on around me, I understand that my purpose and my, my solidarity is within that space. So yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Do you remember which book, what was the book that you read? It was called By Any Greens Necessary. Yes, Tracy, my book. Yeah, Tracy, that was a good one. And then it was another one called Skinny Bitch. Scanny so, bitch helped me too. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Those were the books that that was in me, that was really in your face though, right? <laughs> oh, I need that type of language. I need that type of talk. I need that type of like don't talk to me or sugarcoat anything. Don't give me all the doctor rhetoric. Talk to me like a real human being, like, you know, a homegirl telling me to get my shit together. Mm-hmm. So it just made sense. Yeah. So once after I read that, I was like, oh, well, shit, I was already feeling this way. And thank you guys for solidifying exactly what I was already feeling. Now it makes sense. And mm. it's good to be able to put language with feelings. A lot of times we just get overtaken by the feelings and don't necessarily have a language or a word to be able to relate it to. Yep, yep, yep. So let's talk about what your life looked like before you decided to um, embark on this journey, because I know that it was nothing (laughs) like what your life looks like now. Let's talk about that. (laughs) I was so basic. I was basic. I was so basic. I was (laughs) an operations director of five nightclubs in the city of Atlanta. I was a professional makeup artist. So I was traveling all over the world, celebrity clientele, um, And yeah, I was in strip clubs, eating lemon pepper wings, drinking tequila with straws out of the bottle. It's like wearing weed that was imported back in 2009, I think, 2009. I had the bundles before the bundles were like a thing. So I really, really felt like these hoes just wasn't up on this. Very (laughs) ego driven um, and very successful financially. And yeah, that was, you know, basically Tierra. (laughs) <laughs> before the fruits and veggies, very constipated, um, uh, extensive Spanx collection. Um, not Spanx. Oh, because you had to stuff that uh, that tequila belly in. Exactly, not just tequila belly, like pasta belly, Olive Garden belly, like all. I I had to tuck in my sides 
you know, like I had to tuck in my side. So it's very liberating to be in a space of life now where I just don't have to tuck in parts of my body. <laughs> I don't have to tuck <laughs> nothing in no more. Like, girl, wow. move nothing out. Like, I don't have to do any of that. There's no problem areas for me. See, I love how it's like a, this day and night, um, the transformation, because I think that a lot of times people don't want to start this journey because they feel like it will take up, take away from their current life opposed to enhancing their life. Because for you, it definitely enhanced you. You look good. Your skin is always glowing. Oh, my God. Like, I screenshot <laughs> one of your Instagram. I sent it to my friend. I was like, look at this skin. Look yeah, and it's my skin. whole body. It's not just the face, you know, like, because I was a professional makeup artist. So I can paint on the pretty. I can make it look like something. It's from head to toe. Mm. That is a very liberating feeling. You know, like, to feel like you got three-month-old baby skin. At thir I'm 35 now, so I'm at the age of 35. Like, things are supposed to be deteriorating Breaking according down. to whatever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh -uh. Mm -mm. And the greatest thing is that you can gift that compassion, you know, which is my ability to understand why things were the way that they were. You know, like, so I love being able to honor and cherish the old parts of myself that I have outgrown or, you know, I'll definitely let out from time to time. I definitely enjoy a nice adult beverage, but the quality of my life has definitely enhanced. So I look like how I treat myself now, mm -hmm. just like I look like how I treat myself then. I look like how I thought about myself. So now in the space, it's a different place of appreciation. And in the outside world, a lot of people may appreciate it. A lot of people will not appreciate it. But there is nothing, nothing, nothing that really solidifies that feeling of just true internal peace. And that I honestly would say is my biggest, I wouldn't even say a struggle, but that is the thing that I'm very protective of now. Like you cannot have my peace. So I don't eat anything that would disturb that peace on the inside. I'm not going to, you know, often now somebody's auntie pound cake will definitely happen. And I know like, okay, you know what? I'm about to just throw everything off from time to time. But sometimes you just don't need to be on, yeah. you know, like sometimes this is just a beautiful experience and shit, let's just get fucked up off a of pound cake. That's what we about to do today. You know, like, but majority of my life, 98% of it doesn't consist of that. So that is the way that you're able to appreciate just the quality of everything else. So the quality resonates within my friendships, within my conversations, within my water, within the, the products that I use on my body, the people that I allow inside of my body. It's literally across the board. So it's one of those those elements to where it's just truly a ideal life enhancement. And all I did, honestly, was get out of my way. Yes, yes, yes. Because I was that was my next question. How did you go from the, the lemon pepper wings at, at the strip club to this? Because it's a lot. I feel like it's a lot of work that has to happen in order to get to this space in your this place in your life. So what did that look like? That years in the making, right? Obviously. So what it did is. that look like? It's yeah. a decade in the making. Literally, like it's 10 years. What you see now and who you have now is what it looks like 10 years after that consistency. So in the beginning, of course. Just like when we were in kindergarten, that shit was hard learning colors and ABCs and so on and so forth. When you're new at something, you're not good yet. But once you actually got to um, senior year in high school, you learned a lot more. Yes, you went through ups and downs and you failed tests and probably been to detention and so on and so forth. But then when you decide to take it up a notch and continue your education and go into college or, you know, post graduation, whatever, or grad school or whatever, it's the same exact thing. So I already had that module of understanding what I was doing. So 
when you stay in something and I just decided to take myself through school and this was like internal life school. So I wasn't afraid of the test. I wasn't afraid of showing up, you know, like it was definitely a transition, but what the fuck else are we doing on this planet besides having to get better? We don't really have any real responsibilities for real. So take away all of that stuff. And what are you left with? Who are you without these things, these titles, these accolades, these perceptions of who you're supposed to be without other people's expectations. Who are you truly? You know, like, so I honor those who have been teachers on my journey and I continue to recognize, recognize myself in all the things that I truly create as part of that growth process. So I truly honor that process. So without over inflating anything, it does not, you know, do anything to put teachers on pedestals or anything at, like that because people only fall off. So when you let go of those expectations and you really just rise and stay committed to what you signed up for, because I believe we all chose to be here in this life and we all really picked. So we pick from moment to moment to moment to moment. So that's how I look at it. You know, like instead of me picking the lemon pepper wings, I'm going to just go ahead and pick the lemon mm. instead of me, you know, eating things that are going in a reverse life process, like it's a dead animal. I don't want dead animal bodies in my body, period. Like that's just gross to me. I also don't want any type of animal secretions in my body. Like, have you looked at a cow? Yeah. Like who would want to put their mouth on anything from a cow? Mm -hmm. Like, oh yeah, let me let me go ahead and have that cow titty liquid. Yes, like let me, let me put that all in my body. And then it goes like in your cells and in your veins and you know, like it starts traveling off. That shit's just gross to me. So no, mm -mm, I don't want that. And you know, like if cheese comes from that, I'm good. You know, like I'm so good. I just choose not to swallow that. I'll swallow a whole bunch of other shit. You know but what? But that ain't gonna be it. <laughs> that ain't gonna I'm gonna be have it. to put a disclaimer on this episode. <laughs> yes, you are. You are so gonna have to put a disclaimer because it gets all the way raw, like all the way raw. <laughs> so yeah. I believe, like, by journeying to those types of places, your body is exposed to those types of energies, and it accesses those blueprints. So if you're accessing decomposing animal bodies, what do you think your DNA is about to access? Yeah. Dead shit. So there's depression. And there's, the torture, too. The torture of the that torture. animal to get to your plate. Exactly. The yeah. anxiety, the drugs, yeah. all this stuff. It would be different if it was like, oh, McDonald had a farm, E-I-E-I-O. Yes, you know, things and food practices were different in the 70s. That's why our aunties and our uncles and our grandmas could eat certain things because majority of their life was not confined by the practices that the food corporations and stuff have now now hell no like that's not old mcdonald had a farm and if you're swallowing it then you're swallowing torture and you're swallowing ignorance and you're choosing so i choose with my moments to be the best me and make the best choices all the time are they always the greatest choices no but it, i think that it's good better best so that's how i kind of scale everything so i want to do good today was this the best hell no but i'm okay with good you know, next choice. OK, this is a better choice. Awesome. But if majority of my day and the choices that I have made have been the best choices that I possibly can make, I think that that is like the holy trinity. Mm -hmm. Good, better, best. So that's kind of what I live by. So, yeah. Yeah. So what is a typical, I guess, meal look like for you? What are some of your favorite dishes that you like to enjoy? I, I'm not really a foodie like that you know like I'm not really a ear type of food type situation I'm more of a muncher 
So my snacks are amazing. You know, like I constantly just graze all day long. So I truly eat rainbows. You know, like I truly, truly, truly eat rainbows. So red, green, yellow, orange, blue, brown, purple, black. I literally just eat rainbows. So there's a berry collection in my refrigerator that has raspberries, blueberries, strawberries. There's a green little box that has avocados and arugula and different types of lettuces. I have in my pantry, you know, these imported croutons that are just amazing that I eat like potato chips. So it just depends, you know, like, but I much rather drink my vegetables and eat my fruit. So there's, I live off of green juice because I just don't have time. You know, like I don't want to be looking for utensils and looking for sauces and salts and stuff like that. I think eating is so time consuming. It's so time consuming. Do you make your own juice? No, now I'm so happy that healthy is like trendy because everybody's doing it. So I have like a personal juice delivery company that <laughs> dropped at my doorstep. I love it. It's yes. What's your favorite? Like, what do you like in there? What's some of your favorite combinations? Okay, so it's never for the taste for me, ever. Like, it's never for the taste. So I want all the nutrients that my body could possibly have in order to be a superhero that day. So typically it's kale. I like all the super green, dark type stuff. So I love a good kale, uh, spinach, cucumbers, celery. You can throw some pineapple and stuff in there, but I don't need it to be sweet. I need it to be effective because that's like 30 seconds of my life. You know, like no big deal. I can do the rest of the day all about taste and flavor. Let me go ahead and set it up for absolute amazingness. But I'm huge on superfoods too. So I love the chia seeds that I can add to it, hemp seeds, anything that I can add to it in addition to make it even more impactful. That's what I go after. So I'm all about the nutrients and the minerals as opposed to anything else. But I love beet juice. I love carrot juice. I love pineapple juice. Those are just staples that stay in my refrigerator at all times. Mm-hmm. That's good that you figure. Because I think, like you said, cooking, eating is time consuming. So if you can figure out a way to make it the process easier, it's always a good thing. When you can figure exactly. out how to cut out some of those steps and get the job done. And sometimes exactly. I think people are afraid to do that because they're like, eh. Well, I, I, can, I don't really want to hire somebody else to do this and I can do it myself. But whatever can keep you accountable while you focus on other things that are um, just as important, I think is a good thing. So, And a are. lot of people are huge talkers. You know, like a lot of people say that they're going to do stuff, but they don't. Period. You know, like they say that they can do things, but honestly, they just don't. So I'd much rather hire somebody else that's able to actually do what I intend to do as opposed to me lying to myself. Mm. Good point. That's a good point. I'm not about to lie to myself. I don't want to make this juice. It's not about to be fun. I don't want to sit here and wrestle the fruit flies and tackle and take out trash and empty out shit. That's not fun for me anymore. When this is year 10. So in the beginning of my journey, hell yeah, it was awesome to cut up fruits and vegetables and things like that. Right. It was really exciting in the very beginning. You got to put your hands on everything and this is one of your creations. I just believe that that is just a space of creativity. So now that I have evolved within my career self, I want that same type of excitement and creativity to go into other spaces of my life as opposed to what I already know and have mastered. Yes, because you so got to whip up some butters for us. <laughs> you oh, got to whip yes, up exactly. skincare and all that stuff for us. So how can we still keep this type of effectiveness but not have to do it myself? And you don't want to keep doing the same work over and over and over again. Like a decade of doing the same shit. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Like, why have you not accomplished 10 more dollars to be able to hire someone else who's just as excited about it to do what you need to do? Come on now. Why are you limiting yourself? 
if you don't give that shit to somebody else and allow them to do it and love it and you appreciate it, so then that creates a evolution of appreciation. Why you, you appreciate your me? body? Why are you dragging me? Like I, I didn't. I mean, you supposed to be coming on here to talk to the people, not dragging me, okay? Because I felt like that truth. was a read. <laughs> we get stuck in these mental blocks and these limitations where we're doing it to ourselves, and then we're looking at the outside world, and then we're sitting here making up excuses, all because we are not living up to our maximum potential and getting stuck in those spaces of redundancy. What are you doing? Yeah. And that is my true addiction. So it can look like fruits and vegetables, but I believe that you are what you eat. So how can I not embody growth? That's all I eat. Mm-hmm. All I eat <laughs> is growth. Yes, not death. It's damn sure not death. Not at all. Yes, yes, yes. So I was thinking that, okay, before we get into because the main reason I wanted you on a podcast is to talk about relationships and how people can, I guess, navigate this journey and be okay with maybe leaving people behind or adding new people, better people than them to um, their circle. So before we get into that, I have to talk to you about working out because when you told me that you work out three times a day, I said, now what? (laughs) What in the world? Okay, so you have to tell us, what does that even look like working out three times a day? And is this Monday, is this um, seven days a week or is it five days a week? Now I listen to my body. So um, I've been working out consistency for at least five years now. So now I scale back and truly listen to my body before I was just learning the language of my body. So with the excessive workouts and things like that, that's just nothing but me conducting energy. You know, like, so that can be my mental energy that day. That can be my sexual energy that day. That can be my spiritual energy that day. So I believe that we're all using our physical bodies in order to conduct energy. You know, like, so when you go into systems of consciousness and change them in when the ways that the systems are stuck in their own evolution, how can you not look better? You know, like I don't want nothing in my system to get stuck in its own evolution. So as I evolve, my physical should evolve as well. And then it's kind of in a space where I just might have to run for my life one day. You never know. We're just throwing a hypothetical out there. I want to be able to always have the ability to do so. I also want to always have the ability to be able to lift my own body weight. You know, like these are things that you carry around with you every single day forever. Like this is your body. That's your damn leg. Why can you not lift it up? Are you what? You know, like what? So I believe that, you know, when you honor your physical body as if you have been giving an impeccable jewel and act as if you own the most valuable creation in the universe. So my working out is how I honor myself. Mm, My working out is how I honor God. You know, like that is my that is my church. That is my ritual, because that's why I invented temple treats, because your body is your temple. Why not treat it? Just for, just in case someone doesn't know, tell us what Temple Treats is. Temple Treats is my body butter. You know, like it's basically just a body butter, but it is an avocado butter and a mango butter base. And it's something that I release, you know, a few times a year. So it's very exclusive. It's very limited edition. And it sells out almost instantly with literally within hours, if even that long. And um, that is the way that people really love to feel is 
uh, delicacy to be able to put on your body. Mm. You know, like, so it's called a temple treat because you are honoring your temple. Yeah, I love how, because people, you know, a lot of times think that being a vegan or just being plant-based is just about food. But for you, it's like mind, body, and spirit and what you put on your body. I mean, our skin is our biggest organ. So it's really important, of course, to nurture our skin just as much as it is to nurture what we put in our mouth, you know, what's nurturing that we put into our mouths. So I love, yeah, that you have that natural products. Um, Actually, I had, I'm so bad with names, but I had your, the face one. What's that one called again? That one's called Face Flavor. Okay. Duh, Monique. Okay, Face Flavor. I had that on on Instagram yesterday on like Insta Story, and people were like, oh, your skin is popping. I said, I told them what I had on. Then I said, I think it's genetics too, because my grandmother had amazing skin, and my mom has good skin. But you have good genetics, and then put some natural products on your skin. It's like, Mm -hmm. It's no exactly. No it's one you. thing to have good genetics, but you still have to maintain it. Absolutely. You know, like you still have to honor it. You still have to do that. So remembering this is a world of polarities, you know, like so in shadow, it defines the light. So you have to maintain what's already there as well. So, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Just enhance that. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's get back to these workouts. OK, so it sounds like it's based on how you're feeling and what's going on in your life and how you need to, I guess, um, redirect that energy. So give us an idea of what some of your workouts look like right now I'm kind of switching up everything so it can be a spin class it can be a boot camp class it can be you know a couple miles running it can be um what else have I gotten into a TRX class to where that's just kind of concentrated strength training um I don't like yoga. Yoga is so um, slow, and but I do appreciate the breath work and the stillness that yoga expands you to, you know, bring. But I am not. I like high intensity, you know, like really maximize the breath. So it can be any of those things, you know, truly, truly any of those things. I can even just slow it completely down and go and get intentional work done on me as well. So there can be stretch therapy where someone else is there and they're just completely stretching your limbs and doing all sorts of stuff. It can be a nice Pilates class. It literally is just a variety of everything. I really enjoy feeling my breath and feeling my cells connect. And, you know, it does something to your brain, too. So I believe that it's a physical way to balance your brain system. You know, like, so those are what my workouts look like. It's all over the place all the time. Mm -hmm. And I love, you know, just being able to go into the different communities of things. You know, you got your CrossFit people, then you got your runners, then you got your cyclists, and then you got, you know, all these different variations of people. So I love the people dynamics that actually come with it. Now, I don't be trying to be in there being friends with every damn body, but (laughs) (laughs) I love any space of community and unity in a commonality of a common goal. Yeah, yeah. And so that's probably why you do it so much because it sounds like it's not, it doesn't really, it's not like you said, it's about the mind, it's about honoring your body, honoring God. But I feel like the reason you probably do it so much is because it doesn't feel like work or exercise because you're doing so many different things. It's like, okay, you get the fellowship, you get to um, stretch your body, you get to uh, push myself. Yes, exactly. Push yourself. So that's probably why you don't get, you know, it doesn't, it's not like me saying, oh, I'm gonna go to the gym because I need to. So let me go. No, you know, and I'm doing the same thing for six weeks. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't dread it. I truly look forward to it. Now, it hurts all the time. It's definitely not easy all the time, but I'm not looking for anything easy. 
You know, like I'm not looking for anything. This life is not easy. Standing up is not easy. We're watching the little babies try to do it all the time, you know, like, so I'm not looking for an easy way to maximize my life. I don't think that that's possible. And if it is possible, I damn sure don't want it. You know, like, I don't want that part. You need to be um, stretched. Yeah. So what, yeah, don't you have a product? Stretched. Don't you have a product for pain? I do. Tell it's called pain that. potion. Pain potion. So because I'm so active, it's basically like if Icy Hot, Tiger, Bomb, and Biofreeze had an all-natural baby. So because <laughs> I am, you know, a natural Lisa, my body's consistently in pain majority of the time because I am so active. So things get stiff or, you know, aren't necessarily stretched properly or maybe I didn't have enough water that specific day. So we need those little shortcuts just to give us that little instant relief. So I invented pain potion. And pain potion is literally that. So it's pretty much marketed to the geriatrics department. So no. if your grandma and, <laughs> you know, the elders are having just, you know, a little stiffness and complications or arthritis or back pains or anything like that, or even something as simple as menstrual cramps, you know, like it does a really good job with just being able to relieve any type of um, muscle pain or joint pain that you're having in that moment without poisoning you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because most of the stuff on the show, we already know that we are being poisoned. Yes, we are definitely being poisoned. Let's get into these relationships, Sierra, because I know and you know, which is why we're talking about this, that a lot of times it's kind of difficult to get started on a vegan journey or not even getting started, but to to be consistent with your journey because you feel like you're, um, I guess, kind of losing out of some losing out on some of those relationships um, maybe like we talked about before we start recording, sometimes people can come with you. So mm-hmm. I just want you to go just talk about your experience with that. And I guess provide some insight on how, what people can do. Definitely. Let's, let's break it down to exactly why I feel that these relationships are and how veganism actually plays into it, because it's not even just a human thing. It's truly like the relationships that we have with ourselves first, because all of our relationships, I believe are a reflection of different parts of ourselves, you know, like, but if we are in a space to where we don't honor the relationships that we have with the other energetic frequencies on this planet, something as simple as the trees or the animals or water or anything like that, I believe just primarily that the animals were giving to us as companions upon this planet. And it has been up to us whether or not we eat them or not, you know, like, so the animals do not object to being eaten or if it adds to the quality of our lives, you know, like, and to the quality of their lives. However, the animals are not presently respected and honored for the quality of their lives. They're treated as if they're not even alive, as if they don't even feel. And once again, I believe that you are what you eat. So if our mindsets are treating other sentient beings like that, You know, like, so it's definitely shifts with a mindset because a lot of my friends, they're definitely not big meat eaters. Now, people will definitely eat things from time to time, but they're not huge advocate. I am a meat and potatoes type of person because it is a vibration because I believe that they have that comprehensive understanding, you know, like, and if they treating the animals like they are slaves to the human species. No. None of us operate that way. That's not what that is. You know, like animals were designed and created to be our companions and to occupy space to teach, to show, to share a way of life with us. You know, like they are a biogenetic creation based upon the genes that were gathered from many different solar systems and planets. So that creation alone, if you don't understand that cognitive understanding between yourself 
and other sentient beings, people, animals. I'm using animals just as the um, reference here because a lot of people are just like, no, we're supposed to eat meat. No, you really don't understand exactly what you're eating. So I think that that is the first step that plays onto all the other relationships that we actually have because you, when you stop that primitive vibration or when you choose to stop indulging in that type of life practice, you know, like you journey to those places that your body is exposed to and the energies, once again, access that blueprint. So that's why people can't come with you because you're no longer on that same vibratory frequency. Mm -hmm. Listen to how I'm talking. Who can really talk to me? Who's eight, you know, like a two for three croissant, which this morning, Mm -hmm. they wouldn't understand at all because what's in your system, that's just like a Nokia phone trying to talk to an iPhone X, right? You know, like, so it wouldn't get it. It's not programmed a certain way. So it's no hierarchy or anything like that. It's just different programs. You know, like, so when you are shifting your program and saying, hey, you know what? Instead of me playing Oregon Trail on a floppy disk, I'm going to go ahead and upgrade and get a touchscreen color phone. They're like, there's no fucking way that those exist. No, that is sorcery. That is the government. (laughs) That is all sorts of different things. But when you understand truly like, no, I actually believe in it and I'm going to keep going and let's see where this actually turns out. Just think about how the Internet evolved from 10 years ago into now. You know, like so when you are on a space of evolution, no, people don't truly understand, you know, like what you're doing and where you're trying to go, especially if they haven't already accomplished it. So first thing, we definitely have to stop trying to talk to people who have not accomplished what it is that we're trying to go after. I'm not going to talk business advice or take business advice from someone who does not have a thriving, established business. That doesn't make sense. Yeah. I'm not going to take relationship advice from someone who has not been in a long term committed relationship. I'm damn sure not going to take diet advice or physical advice from someone who does not look like what I'm trying to look like. So I think that that is one of the major spaces to where we get entangled when it comes down to social aspects and complexities, when it comes down to the loved ones and what we are dealing with on a regular basis, because we just truly do not have the space to be able to do that because we're just vibing different. And if you face who you are, you will need to change. And that change may evolve to so many different things, you know, like and often we hold on to that which keeps us unhappy rather than facing the unknown alone. But I think that we all need to just realize that we're never alone. Now the quality of the things that we're looking for is just few and far in between. We may have to go to a different part of the city in order to access the apples and the waters that we're looking for. We may have to go to you know, a different store in order to not be bombarded by media, celebrity propaganda. You know, like we may have to be in different spaces in order to have the conversations that we want. So it's well known in the scientific community that many of these things are promoted are not in our best interest. Yeah. So I just, you know, only want to be around things that are in my best interest. It's absolutely right what you're saying. But what about for somebody who is, you know, fresh to this? Because that is, I feel like when it hurts the most, that first real, you know, realization that, okay, maybe this person that I'm with, maybe this man that I'm with isn't 
who, you know, who I should be with. Maybe I should um, not talk to this person as much anymore. And even if it's not even like a romantic relationship, but just like friendships as a whole, how do you navigate that as somebody who is new to this lifestyle? I say stay consistent with inside of yourself and really understand what your commitment is towards, you know, like, because instead of us trying to go into someone else, I think that's the space that where we're trying, we need to go inside of ourselves, you know, like, so we need to connect with ourselves the way that we're trying to connect with this other human. If that other human is occupying in a space and it can be anything, it could be your loved one. It could be your parent. It could be anything. It could be a career, anything like that. But I think that when you are really focused on yourself and your own life involvement and engagement, it is an isolated event. Yeah. So you can't take everybody with you. Everybody isn't meant to go. You know, everybody isn't meant to be entrepreneurs. Everybody isn't meant to be CEOs of Fortune 500 companies. Everybody is not meant to be a supervisor. You know, like sometimes other people just do not have the equipment that we need in order to take this next step within our lives. Now, a lot of people resist that step. You know, like a lot of people resist that, but you're only doing yourself a disservice and your life a disservice, but to each its own. But you're going to keep circling back to the same redundant patterns. And it's a hamster wheel. So I'm saying for anybody who is new into this lifestyle, understand your why. Why do you want to do this? Is it for other people? Because then you have to check your validation issues. Then you really have to go inside of yourself and really understand what you are connected to. Or is it your life quality, your life fulfillment? And be strong and grounded in that. That's where I believe that you need to build that strength from. And that's where the strength actually comes from. Yeah. And I noticed that I know you probably can relate to this as well. That some people, it's not even like an uncomfortable situation. A lot of times they just drop off naturally. It's not even, you know, this big, you know, outburst or, you know, y'all fall out. It's just naturally this person is not as much you know, it's active in my life. That's what I do mm-hmm. for myself. Exactly. So, yeah. And you don't have to do anything because I believe the universe works very hard to give you your way. Yeah. So the universe doesn't understand mixed signals. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. understand mixed signals. It doesn't understand like, well, maybe. No, it doesn't understand well, maybe. It's like, yes, no, gray, black. I mean, black, white. It's that period. So you mm-hmm. have to be clear cut on what you're trying to do. So when you're trying to master yourself, master yourself. And then once you master yourself, then you're able to go and have access to the things that you're trying to have access to. You can't have doctor credentials access without achieving something first. Mm -hmm. It doesn't work like that. You get there and then you have access and then you still have to do more work to make sure that you keep that access and enhance it. So the work never stops. It doesn't. It doesn't. And what about let's talk about if someone... um, is that like a cookout? And it's their first time, their first vegan. Um, they just started their journey. It's summertime. They're going to the cookout. What in the world? Like, what do you recommend as far as that conversation? Because um, in my opinion, I don't even feel like it should be one, to be honest. But if somebody is kind of concerned about it, because I understand like that first, you have some anxiety about it. That first time you're going out on a social, you know, social event. So what do you what do you recommend? Even if it's not a cookout, just a restaurant, whatever. What do you recommend? I recommend, especially if you're not strong yet, say no. It is OK. Don't let people sit here and bully you into being obligated to be in an uncomfortable situation. I don't go into bakeries. I am 10 years into this lifestyle. So I don't go into bakeries because I'm just not that damn strong, period. 
I'm going to go ahead and go off, not just one donut. I'm going to have an apple fritter. I'm going to have a coffee. I'm going to have two donuts, one with sprinkles. I don't have the strength. You know, like, so if you know that that is a weak point for you, especially when dealing with other people's conversations and you don't have that clap back yet, you know, like you haven't really found your proper foundation to be solid in the life choice that you actually made, don't go. Why are you there tempting yourself, not even tempting yourself, torturing yourself at that point with not being able to be fluent in the life choice or bring your own. But it's a lot of adult bullying in those atmospheres. It's a lot of temptation in those atmospheres. And it's a lot of bad feelings in those atmospheres. So if you're not strong enough yet, then why are you there? You know, like, don't go. It is okay to just not go. But if you do go, take your own food. Be okay with the choices that you make. Hey, I got my nice little tofurkey dogs over here. And I'm just saying that prime example. But bring your own. Don't ever rely on other people to feed you. Because if someone doesn't know that they're poisoning themselves, they damn sure ain't going to know if they're poisoning you. So take your own. <laughs> take your own. You know what, for me, I always feel like it's not even necessarily about the food, at least in the beginning. It wasn't necessarily about the food. It was more so about the interaction. Like you said, the adult bullying. That was the issue. More yeah. so, yeah, like how other people, because for whatever reason, people think that your decision is, um, it's like a, a slant at them. They think that exactly. you, you are judging them because they're, cause they probably need to be judging themselves. Exactly. <laughs> they think you're judging them, even though you're minding your business, you know? It's exactly. Like, you it's a space of insecurities, you know, like it definitely is a space of insecurities. It's a space of projection. It's a space of feeling like, oh, so you think you're better than us? And ooh, I'm going to eat my turkey and my chicken. I don't give a fuck, you know, like I don't care. So when you're in those spaces, you really have to, that's why I'm saying like, don't go yet because you're not strong enough yet in order to combat those type of energetic frequencies. that's going to be projected on you because people talk so much shit, Monique, they talk so much shit. You can come in there with a two liter of Mountain Dew. Ain't nobody going to say anything. Don't come in there with no green juice. Then they're going to be worried. Right. Isn't that, isn't that crazy? It's crazy <laughs> how like when you become vegan, everybody wants to, to clock your um your protein and everything you're getting. But when you were eating McDonald's, nobody said a dig on thing. They were like, oh, OK, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and being OK, once again, and understanding like, yes, everybody has something to say because ain't nobody accomplished what it is that you're trying to accomplish. Mm. Nobody has the body goals that you're looking for. Nobody has that internal peace that you are seeking after. Nobody is doing what you're trying to do. So people fear things they don't understand. And when you take this step into nature and take this step into a level of greatness, you have to be prepared. You've got to deal with that adversity that you're going to deal with. So if you're not prepared for that, that's just like a black person about to go into a Jewish fundraiser. You already know this shit about to get real uncomfortable and it's going to be subliminal. And it's going to be underlying. And you're going to have a couple of people that come and try to make you feel a little bit comfortable. But you know what you're walking into. You know, like, or a Jewish person coming to a hotel meeting. Okay. You know, like, so understand what you're walking into. Are you ready for that? And stop lying to yourself. And stop being pressured into feeling like, oh, I have to do this. And I have to go there because my auntie's going to be mad. Your auntie's going to be mad regardless. You know, like, stop being in a space to where you have to disappoint people. We get so caught up in ourselves and alter ourselves so many different times because we're trying not to disappoint other people. No, cut it out. Mm -hmm. This is a moment that you have to establish you. If you were in school right now and had a big test and had to stay at home and study, they would understand that. 
They wouldn't guilt trip you for that. So this is a whole nother life level of goal accomplishment that you have to be strong enough to stay grounded in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it takes time, though. And I think we should just be open to giving ourselves that time to figure out exactly where we fit in the space and how that's going to affect us. And and. Hey. And other people as well. And I think it just comes it just comes with time overall, though, because your skin will get thicker as you continue to do this work. Exactly. And anything you practice consistently, you become good at. Mm -hmm. So when you are practicing healthy living consistently, you become good at you become a master at. So what are some of your, because I know you mentioned um, By Any Greens Necessary, and you also mentioned Skinny Bitch. Are there any other books that you, I mean, I guess in your current journey, anything recently that you read or just what are you enjoying that's helping you get to the next level in your life? It can be about any subject. Definitely. I love reading. That's my number one favorite thing to do. I love quiet time. I love reading. I love music. So those are always the things that help me get into different spaces. So different books, especially just within a vegan journey. Um, The Happy Vegan by Russell Simmons. Uh-huh. That was an amazing read. I had no idea. So that was a really, really, really good read. Um, very fundamental for me. Um, Also, pretty much any type of Osho book. I love Osho's thoughts on spirituality mm-hmm. and, um, yeah, just functioning in this world with a, a heightened level of perspective. I love that. And peace, you know, like in peace. I love Osho books. Um, Louise Hay is really good with healing any type of past life trauma and dealing with real life stuff and being able to combine the spiritual aspect of health and living and wellness and so on and so forth, but also practical. Um, I love Tony Robbins because he's a huge money guru (laughs) (laughs) and that man is amazing. And he cusses like I cuss and uses all sorts of profanity, but I also love Phil Valentine and Dr. Layla Africa because they strictly are focused on black people. Mm -hmm. And I love that. So it's a variety of all sorts of different stuff that I truly, truly love on a regular basis. So I'm constantly reading. It's just like, you know, I probably read about four or five books a week because that's like flipping channels to me. Yeah. That's like television. Before we wrap up, I want to talk about, um, I know something that you mentioned to me and you wanted to talk about the fear of getting started with the vegan journey. So could you give us some tips on how to uh, make that happen? Like how to overcome that? Definitely. One, read, 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 read. Don't go into anything, whether that is building a bookshelf or opening up a brand new phone or setting up your printer for your computer. You can't do anything to be progressive without really understanding and reading instructions on how to do it properly. Because you'll definitely find conflicting stuff all the time, you know, ups, downs. But figure out what you want to do and what you're trying to achieve. And I believe reading is truly fundamental. So read any type of book, read websites, read, you know, quotes, read from people who have done what you're trying to do consistently, consistently, consistently. That is my key because right now a lot of things are trendy and we get lost in the trends as opposed to Who's been doing this for over 10 years? Mm -hmm. You know, like who looks like what I'm trying to look like and is seasoned in it? You know, who's an expert in this field? So truly, truly, truly read. Um, Secondly, the the fear that actually comes with it. Understand what fear is. Osho has a really good book called Fear. 
You know, like once you truly tackle that part of understanding the why you're trying to make this life decision and why we are scared of our higher selves, because it's not even like, oh, my God, I got to go vegan. And I don't understand. No, this is like just you getting better. Veganism has no side. I'm not going to say veganism. Plants have no side effects. Nature has no side effects. So I picked a lifestyle that has no side effects. You know, like hypertension isn't over here when you're doing it correctly. You know, like if you're only eating plants, fruits and vegetables, seeds and nuts, there's no side effects. None. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so we're overcomplicating things a whole lot. So understand your why, you know, like really understand why you are doing this. Are you trying to feel better? Or are you trying to live half ass? Honestly, because a lot of people, oh, my God, I want to do my best, but you're not. Everybody say, oh, my God, I tried everything. You tried everything except for consistency. Mm. <laughs> you mm. haven't tried everything. You've tried everything except for nature, mm. you know, true nature. So stop lying to yourself, first and foremost. But the purpose of fear is to save our lives, you know, like to really catapult us into the now in order to really, really take, take that action. You know, like often it serves as that direct way for us well, not even that direct way, but kind of a way that takes us away from a place that is dangerous and towards the very essence of our vital beings. If you understood what fear truly is and um, what's her name? Elizabeth Gilbert. She wrote a really, really good book called Something with Creativity. She broke down fear in a way um, that is really, really comprehensive of understanding how fear works if you acknowledge fear as hey fear i see you and you're here and you're awesome and we're going to acknowledge you but you can't lead anything you're not allowed to drive you know like you're not allowed to make decisions it's cool that you're here but fear ultimately does not show up to truly service you you know like so when you hold on to fear as a lifestyle because a lot of people are stuck in fear instead of veganism or plant-based or, you know, just primarily, they're just stuck in fear. So when you hold on to fear as a lifestyle and when you broaden fear as the broadcast of your life, you shut down your body and you kill your vital life force. And that creates the stress, the ill health, the aging. So when you're in a space where you can truly understand your thoughts create your reality, then you're able to live a more fulfilled life. So I believe that it's not even about picking the orange. It's about picking better thoughts. Mm. You know, like it's about really understanding your mindset. That's the thing that I focus on within the TR Ghost Green Lifestyle Program. It's not about the fruits and vegetables, the vegetables. We don't start on the physical aspect. I help shape shift your mind. When you shape shift your mind, your body follows, your spirit follows. Your aura follows all of that. So it's more of a mental change than anything else as opposed to, oh, I just have to eat oranges and carrots. Like, come on now. Oranges and carrots ain't nobody in ICU right now for that. So you over here with all these complications, but yet and still rejecting the fact that oranges and carrots could actually do you more of a service. So stay in your space of doing yourself a disservice because you like it there and it's comfortable. So we just have to be honest with ourselves and stop lying to ourselves. Mm. So, so true. Oh my goodness. This was so good. I'm so, so glad to have you on the show. Tell us where we can find you and work with you. You can and buy your products. find <laughs> everything on tiaragosgreen.com. So it's tiara, T-I-E-R-R-A, 
goes g-o-e-s green.com so everything you need to know is on there you can just google tiara goes green all of my social media aspects will definitely pop up and you make that choice and that decision when you are ready to pick a life of peace and peace involves a decision that is a standard chosen for your life so that's what i'm here for yes your why and then making the decision the first two steps i always Mm -hmm. believe those are the first two steps yep thank you so so much for being on the show it's such a pleasure you are very welcome monique thank you so much for having me i appreciate this kindly Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the show. If you enjoyed it, be sure to rate the podcast five stars on iTunes. Also, don't forget to get all of the show notes and resources we mentioned at brownvegan.com. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll talk to you next week. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.